Hello and welcome to another edition of the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Richard Haynes, real estate broker here at Manhattan Pacific Realty, where we serve greater Los Angeles, specifically the South Bay area of Los Angeles, Palos Verdes, Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach, and Redondo Beach is what we like to cover here on the podcast and my weekly written blog that you can find at manhattanpacificrealty.com slash blog. You guys, we've been on a roll for December podcast here. It is Thursday, December 23rd, almost at the Christmas holiday. I'm fired up for everyone because between Christmas and New Year's Day, it's a nice little respite for all my colleagues here in the residential real estate business. And hopefully for you and all my clients and and the listeners here, you guys get a couple weeks of a little bit slower downtime at work and get to enjoy time with friends and family as we head into the new year. So what we're covering today in this week's episode is a recap of my South Bay Real Estate 2021 Fearless Predictions. If you've been a longtime reader of the weekly blog, I think I'm going on like year six or seven in a row of writing fearless predictions for the new year in South Bay real estate. And I think like two, three, four years, I started doing a recap of my predictions just to hold myself accountable for my predictions, to be transparent on what I got right, what I got wrong, what was kind of right. Some years, I do really, really well and nail the predictions. Other years, like in 2020, when the pandemic hit, I got everything wrong with a black swan event like that. So really, this week, we're going to wrap up my 2021 fearless predictions. And in about two to three weeks, I'll have my 2022 fearless predictions out. Normally, I wouldn't do a podcast on the recap. Because it's like, hey, what's happened in the year has happened. But I got quite a bit right this past year, but like half right. And the reason why I'm covering everything is by getting it half right, I still think there's some opportunity in these predictions that came true, but not fully true or were held back. And it will be an opportunity for you in 2022. Are they going to be my same predictions for 2022? No, I haven't even, you know, put together the full blog post yet, but I think there are some gems in here for you to consider into 2022 if you like the predictions from last year and maybe you missed out or weren't ready to execute, you can take some of these and still make some really nice profitable real estate investments or sales depending on your real estate motivations. So, I made Four main predictions. I always do a long-term bet, which we won't cover. You know, in the past, I've said, hey, suburbs will get stronger thanks to automated cars. I've talked about co-living, and I've talked about, you know, last year, it's the rebirth of the suburbs, but certainly not the death of cities. So I won't cover the long-term bet because that's something we've got to see in the future out. But I'm going to cover four topics within my fearless predictions from almost a year ago, tell you how they, they turned out and where the opportunity still lies with these predictions. So let me tell you 
about the four predictions, and then we'll cover each one in depth. First prediction was, in 2021, I expected a surge in home prices to start the first half of the year, and I had pegged that at 5% growth. That was prediction number one. Prediction number two, the coming, or in quotes, the coming foreclosure wave, end quote, will be a non-event, basically saying foreclosures due to foreclosure moratoriums or moratoria, and the coronavirus would not come to fruition. There would be little to no foreclosures. That was prediction number two at the start of 2021. Prediction number three. Lagging prices of condo and townhomes will surge in the second half. So I was predicting that condos and townhomes would jump in price in the second half of 2021. And finally, prediction number four, income properties slash apartment building values will grow nicely thanks to low interest rates. That was the fourth and final prediction. So let's cover prediction number one here, a surge in home prices of 5% in the first half of 2021. Well, I would say I got this one. I was about half correct. And I still feel like it was a really, really good call that you could have taken advantage of. First and foremost, 5% doesn't sound like a lot, but 5% for the first half of the year traditionally, historically, in real estate markets would have been incredibly strong. Incredibly strong years are a 4% growth, 5%, 6%, growth. The past couple years with double-digit growth has been incredible. And you really have to be bold to make predictions like that on pricing. So if I had made a 5% appreciation call in the first half of the year for home prices— you know, I felt like I did pretty well. Now, the South Bay, we're seeing Hermosa Beach up 12% on the full year and areas of PV up over 20% on the full year. So the market did even better than 5% or in total, if you doubled it, 10%. But really, I was calling for a strong first half, which did deliver. And I did advise a lot of clients going, hey, if you're a seller this year, sell in the first half because you're going to get a strong market. You're going to get an uptick of price and you really don't know how the second half is going to work out. The second half still continued to surge, but would it have been worth rolling the dice for another 5% or so, 6%, 7 That was the incredibly best case scenario, which did play out if a so-so scenario or pricing got soft. I think it was the right call to take your 5%. The long and the short of it was, is the strength was real, but it ended out being even stronger than I had predicted, and 5% growth was pretty darn bullish to start off the year after 10% growth in the previous year. So a prediction that got about half right and ended up being bullish, but the market even continued to run. So anyway, that's prediction number one, half, half, half. Prediction number two, the coming foreclosure wave will be a non-event. Nailed this one. I got this one totally right. I think people today will be like, oh, that was an easy call, Richard. But you have to realize at the start of 2021, and I'm really thinking about these things in December of 2020, we were just rolling out the vaccine. 
there were, you know, moratoria on foreclosures, evictions, and a lot of those were ending at the beginning of the year, especially the foreclosure moratorium federally, and then there were more throughout states and local jurisdictions. But at the beginning of the year, I had so many people calling and texting me and going, hey, foreclosure moratoriums are going to expire. There's X amount of, you know, people in default. Are you going to get ready to buy foreclosures or what's your strategies? And I was like, guys, there is going to be no foreclosure wave, you know, and some of those reasonings were, I go, hey, look, professional investors are cash rich. Wall Street's ready to gobble up foreclosures. The demand from buyers just now is incredibly huge. That will get gobbled up. It never turned into anything. Prices have continued to surge. They're up at least 20% since the start of COVID, probably higher. If someone's about to get foreclosed on, they can sell for a profit. They can get out. This is not the Great Recession where you had people who couldn't afford their mortgage and prices were lower. Prices are higher. The foreclosure wave didn't come this year. It wasn't as clear at the beginning of the year, but the fact that it's like, oh, that, you know, of course it didn't happen. The fact that it was such a non-event was how much we nailed it when people really thought it would be something at the beginning of the year. And I will continue to tell you there will be no foreclosures for you to take advantage of. Wall Street won't be taking advantage of foreclosures, and there won't be any foreclosures for you to have in 2022 either. So if you're worried about people defaulting or people have missed, you know, they, you know, their business was wiped out during COVID or they have back payments on rent and income property owners can't make their payments. You may be right. It's a small fraction. And if anyone has an issue, they're going to sell on the open market and make a lot of money. Foreclosures are not coming. They didn't come in 2021. They're not coming in 2022. Get over it if you're still on that train or else you're going to be very, very disappointed. Moving on to prediction number three, lagging prices of condos and townhomes will surge in the second half. Another half-correct call that made a lot of sense in hindsight and still makes sense today. So my call at the beginning of the year, look, vaccines were just starting to roll out in the winter of 2020, and people were avoiding large condo complexes because of risk of catching the virus. I argued once the population started to get vaccinated, people wouldn't be worried as condos, though prices had lagged home sales or home sale home price growth, condos were due for a surge in the second half once people got more comfortable with the virus. Well, what turned out happening was is that the the market looked ahead. And in fact, we saw a big jump in condo prices to begin the year. People anticipated the vaccine subsiding on vaccinations and people bought a lot of condos at the beginning of the year because they were so cheap relative to home prices. We still kind of saw leveling out in the middle of the year. In the second half, it didn't take off. And the last three months of this year, condo and townhome prices have really started to pop again. So I was about half right. And let me tell you, condo and townhome prices have jumped and they've done well. But I thought they would do even better than how they've performed. And I think there were some smart people who bought the bottom of condos, anticipating vaccines and how they would help. But I still don't think their potential and value is fully realized. So I slightly missed on that, or I missed on the timing, and it didn't surge as much as I thought it was. I still think there are some 
condo deals that will be ripe for the picking in 2022. So that's an interesting prospect. I would say you've got to have a long-term time horizon. There's too many people trying to buy short-term or saying, hey, we're going to live here for a year and then we might move. Or, you know, I want to try and flip something in six to 12 months. That's probably not the right call with the condo game based on how much prices have bounced off the bottom. But if you have a longer term time horizon, two to three years for sure, pushing out to five years, you could do really well with a condo buy. So that was prediction number three, about half right. And prediction number four, another half right. So three half rights and one totally right. Normally I have completely wrong. So you may be thinking I'm I'm grasping at straws here, but to be half right on most of them and not have any big L's is pretty darn good for a recap on predictions. But prediction number four, income properties and apartment building values will grow nicely thanks to low interest rates. This kind of came to fruition. If you read my blog on this prediction, it talked about of, of how, hey, cash flow from apartments, if you're borrowing at a 5% interest rate, how the cash flow could dictate a certain apartment building being worth a million dollars. But if you cut interest rates to 4%, the value of that cash flow makes the building worth $1.25 million. In the example, if you go back to my early January 2021 post, you can read up on that more often. So I talked about how the low impact of interest rates were going to fuel price growth in income properties and apartment buildings. That partially happened, and I still think it is in the process of happening. We made quite a few offers on South Bay, two to four unit income properties on behalf of clients. And we were continually outbid by other people above the comps. It was a tough market. People were jumping into the income property game thanks to low interest rates. Prices went up. However, again, they didn't go up as much as I thought they would because in 2021, I went, hey, People are going to get their jobs back. People are going to get vaccinated. There's going to be less tenants, fewer tenants not paying their rent, and people are going to work through evictions, et cetera, et cetera. That has only partially played out. City of LA is still in a state of emergency and not allowing for evictions. Tenants have all the power in the world if they don't want to pay their rent. There are still plenty of tenants who haven't caught up on their rent, landlords who have submitted for rent reimbursement from the state. None of those payments have really gone out to any landlords. There are still some problems in the rental property market that I thought would be worked out. So while prices have risen higher, they've gone higher, they could have gone higher if many of these tenant issues have been working out and the eviction process has, has eased. It hasn't as much as I thought it would. So partially in income properties have gone up, but I do think it will continue to be an opportunity in 2022. I was thinking about selling some income properties into 2021. I think there's more juice in 2022 into 2023 might be a nice time to sell into it or a buyer if you buy early in 2022 and you get a nice bump in prices and then you hold long term and you feel good about your buy. There's more juice, I think. So there's opportunity in there of that prices have gone up. 
but not as much as I thought they would, and I still think they can go up more. So another half-done prediction. So anyway, prediction number one, surge in home prices, first half of 5%, half right. Coming foreclosure wave will be a non-event. Correct. No foreclosures. Lagging prices of condo and townhomes will surge in the second half. They did go up. They had nice bounces, but not quite the second half. Kind of choppy, and I still think there's room for growth. And then number four, income and apartment buildings will grow nicely thanks to low interest rates. And just a point on low interest rates, they'll likely climb slightly this year in 2022 as the Fed eases their bond purchasing and maybe makes a rate increase or two in 2022. But I just don't see mortgage rates being impacted in a big way where it will crush income or apartment building values and the offsetting of tenants finally starting to pay again, the eviction courts working through their backlog and the market stabilizing, I think is going to be well for those asset types. So the long and the short of this and the predictions is that, look, predictions are fun. They're almost impossible to get right 100%. You can also be very wrong, partially right, whatever. But if you look at the predictions I had to start this year, a lot of them were partially right, and that was in a one-year time frame. And I think it really emphasizes the point that now more than ever, you've got to have a long-term time horizon in real estate because it's so hard to call bottoms and tops and oh, condos will surge in the second half and homes will go up in the first half. Well, what if that happens a year later? You can still make smart, reasonable future bets on predictions or research and get it right, but it may not happen at the exact time you think. So if you have a longer-term time horizon and come up with reasonable ideas and strong convictions on what you think is going to happen based on the market and research and talking to agents like myself or others who are in the market every day, you can come up with things that will likely happen in real estate, but it's good to have a longer term time horizon to let those things play out and you'll do very well. And obviously real estate over the long run has proven time and time again to be a very wise investment. If you want to buy real estate, just buy when you're ready and can really afford it in down markets or up markets. If you can afford it, you'll do very well. And when it's time to sell, it's time to sell and you can choose the right time to sell for you. So anyway, that is a recap of the 2021 Fearless Predictions. You guys, in two weeks, three weeks, I'm going to have 2022 Fearless Predictions. That will be really fun. You guys are going to want to tune in for some of my best ideas on the real estate market in 2022. A hint, I'm pretty bullish on the market. Does it mean you've got to rush in? No, but I think 2022 is going to be a very fruitful year for South Bay real estate on top of the already amazing couple of years or 18 months that we've had. I know it's boring, but I'm going to give you some great ideas of markets that have underperformed that are going to go into what I believe a very strong market for 2022. So hope you all have an amazing holiday season a great end to your 2021, and I'm wishing you a prosperous 2022, and I will see you in the new year for my fearless predictions. Take care. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.